Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the Eight of Cups and the Sacrifice of Iphigenia. Today's show will focus on the Nine of Cups and the Saturnalia. about ancient stories and new aged wisdom i am biddy your expert in classics and i'm rose your resident tarot practitioner hello happy december everyone yes officially december officially the month of celebrations (sighs) yes many a celebration to be had Mm -hmm. um and this week is a pretty good week to start off celebrations because we are talking about the nine of cups yeah it's a very happy card (laughs) especially it's this is like this is one of the happiest cards in the cups Hmm. um i'm gonna say like one of the happiest cards in tarot Hmm, that's pretty like happy pretty big, to like, get or just like happy in general like what for what it signifies both okay. both like it's it's a very physical card but it's like this card represents essentially physical pleasure oh. and uh sensuality mm. and also just like wish fulfillment if you will okay like, so the best card no. <laughs> it's not it's not necessarily the best card i would say like it depends on what it is you're you're wanting true, right true um but in general the nine of cups is is very successful um and it does represent this sense of like completion even though we're not even at the ten of cups yet like the mm. cups are super happy in general we've had you know they're there it's had it's, it's hiccups oh mm-hmm. my god you see what i did there <laughs> hiccups Oh, no. No? No? <laughs> I'm out of it today, though. It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it's ups we, and downs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, that's what I was, okay, gotcha. what I was trying to go for. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, we yeah. had, you know, we had a few um, ups and downs in, in, mm-hmm. in this so far. Cups started off pretty good with the Holy Grail yeah. and all those promises, but those promises weren't necessarily fulfilled yet. Mm. Once we've made our decision in the Seven of Cups, right? Like the Seven of Cups was talking about this need to really make a decision, and then mm-hmm. the Eight of Cups was talking about, okay, well, now that you've made the decision, you have to kind of, you have to get some action in. You got to mm-hmm. actually do the thing that you want in yeah. order to make it happen, right? You can't just sit around on yeah. it. Um, but then, when if you're once you're able to do that, you're once you're able to get past it, you do reach this nine of cups, which is this this intense sense of satisfaction and um, the sense of success. And in particularly, it it's almost like a pentacles card because it does represent this this um, like like material success. Mm. It's a very physical card. So if the cups suit, as we've kind of said before, is almost like a romance yeah. story. Rom-com. Rom-com. Yeah. Would this be like the, they're finally back together now? Yeah, yeah. So this so this card represents like them coming back together and, and realizing... Uh, like, oh, we were silly. Yeah, I, I would say whatever. I would say like the seven of cups would be like when the man figures out that which woman he actually wants and goes after her and the eight of cups is like... 
I don't know, the great big romantic gesture. Mm, and the mm-hmm. Nine of Cups is when she says yes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Ten of Cups is happily ever after. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about That'll that next, next week. week we'll yeah. talk about that next week. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would be like the after. This is yeah. like the yay, they're finally together. Yeah. And then the Ten is like the after scene of, oh, they're getting married now. Actually, a lot of movies just end at the Nine of Cups. It doesn't actually tell you, like, what happens after. You just assume that the Ten of Cups happens after. Sometimes they do a montage, but you're right. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes they'll just end at the Nine of Cups. So the Nine of Cups in most rom-coms, I would say, is where it's the end. So this is where they they reach and they're like, oh, yeah, we actually are meant to be together. Mm -hmm. uh." Although in this particular card, I'm going to actually describe it for you. We have just one person, Hmm. right? We have one person and he's actually sitting and facing the 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 onlooker um he's sitting on like a bench but he he appears to be wearing like a white gown and a red hat and white in general does represent purity and red represents desire um in like just in general but his hat is kind of fancy he's got he's got kind of this fancy hat and he's he crossed his arms. It's it's like a power seated position. He looks almost like satisfied with himself though too. He does. Yeah. He's like I I made it. I yeah. did it. <laughs> Everything's good. And like behind him, he's got all of these cups that are they're empty, but they're all on display. And he looks really proud of them. Um. And there's also like behind. So like the cups are are st- the way that they're they're presented. It almost seems like there's this curtain kind of thing behind him. Um, but mm. it's like a lower curtain. It's not like a curtain of secrets the way it normally would be. This is more kind of like a, a like a safety curtain, I would say. It's okay. like he's really safe where, mm-hmm. where he's sitting. He feels really confident. He feels he seems like the guy in charge, if you will. Um, and then the background's all yellow as well, which is a very happy color, very highly energetic. Also a color of manifestation. Um, in many ways, this card is... Uh, the fulfillment of some of the promises that were being bring, being presented in the Ace of Cups, right? So we had, like, we had that Ace of Cups um, way at the beginning, and it was saying, okay, you've got this Holy Grail journey, and the promise is that everything that you want, love, success, is within your grasp, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the Nine of Cups, well, this person has gone through this journey and has succeeded in it. And um, it's very much this kind of party atmosphere. It's not the same kind of party as the Three of Cups where everyone's kind of like getting rowdy and everything. Mm-hmm. This is this is more like <laughs> celebrate because it's been it's been a long time getting here. Yeah, almost right? like when you celebrate like a graduation or something that you've worked hard towards yeah yeah it's like graduation kind yeah. of celebration it's it's not really the get let's get rowdy and let's get hammered and, on a friday night <laughs> exactly it's not so much that kind of celebration although it can it, it can mm-hmm. get that way right um in the tarot whenever there is success especially physical success as it's described in the the nine of cups you very much can get carried away with mm-hmm. it um but yeah, this this kind of success is is just one that is deeply satisfying because it's been earned. Um, and like like I mentioned, you know, there are kind of some pentacle type of qualities in this particular 
um, suit, and there's also even some some sword like qualities, which um, re- which rega- are in regards to uh, success from from making good decisions and being logical. But this card wouldn't really make sense in the swords in this particular position, and we'll we'll talk about the swords. Oh, like, like, like it's not the same as the Nine of Swords. No, definitely not the okay. same as the Nine of Swords. It wouldn't have made sense. Like it, it wouldn't have made sense mm-hmm. in the sword suits. It, okay. it does make the most sense in the in the cup in suit, but it has kind of some of these um, these airy and and earthy kinds of kind of um, elements in it, as well as the water element mm-hmm. of the cups right? Right, right so it's 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 a more complete and more balanced card okay i'm gonna say than some of those other cups mm-hmm. um and, and and i it also kind of references the like some of the hopes that were partied about in the three of cups where you had people coming together and celebrating everything well now this is the this is the kind of celebration that happens because of one person so this is kind mm-hmm. of like uh, you'll, you can have lots of people coming together and celebrating it as well, but there's very much this sense of satisfaction for just one person. Okay, so like say like if mm-hmm. you I don't know get like a new job or like just something that you're like yeah. you're proud of that you're like hey like come out we want to celebrate because I've achieved. Yeah, the this achievement and that. has been ha- ha- mm-hmm. has been had <laughs> very much so, and I feel like it's a good way to kind of start off the the month of December because there's mm-hmm. a lot of celebrations. Yeah. And I well, like one of the reasons why we celebrate in December is because it's the end of a year, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. And you know, we've got this New Year celebration coming up mm-hmm. at the end of this month as well, and it it kind of has some of those same ideas of this particular card. Is that wow? Look at let's look back at everything we've done mm-hmm. and look at all the successes and we've made it this far, and it's and it's, it's just it, like it's it's deeply satisfying for that. Um, respect. So it's almost like how the Three of Cups was reminiscing about like memories. This is more <laughs> reminiscing about maybe like the not the year because it's not necessarily like a but New like Year's card, but like the journey. It's reminiscing okay. on there along the That's journey that it, of, that yeah. was required and to reach this this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, kind of one of the, like like I said, the the biggest danger that this card presents is the possibility of overdoing it, and uh, I think. I know I always overdo it every every <laughs> December, <laughs> right? Because uh, there's lots of food to be had. There's lots of like when you when you have plenty of everything, you tend to overdo it, um, and that's that's the main warning in this particular card. Mm. But it's also saying enjoy it. Yeah, right. Um, like it's there. Yeah. If it, if it's there, if it's if you have if you have the harvest you should mm-hmm. you should enjoy it that's part of appreciating what you have definitely so when you get this card then in a reading it's what, very positive is it just yeah, yeah just enjoy kind of what's going on yeah enjoy the ride almost um it depends on what deck i'm using um in my in my celtic dragon tarot deck sometimes it looks uh like the way that the image looks sometimes um I'll, I'll kind of interpret it as, oh, you're so close to being there, mm. but you're not quite there, mm-hmm. but you're so close and it's, it's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. just there, you're, there's one last push. Um, but in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, it's already been achieved. Okay. Right? So it depends a little bit on, on the art style, mm-hmm. um, on how I will interpret this card. But if I were doing a reading with the Rider-Waite-Smith deck and someone gets 
the nine of cups i would say okay you've gotten like you've achieved like you're like wherever this is showing up this Mm -hmm. is this is representing success in what it whatever you've been asking about gotcha um this card is pretty much the wish fulfillment card if you will so the thing that you wanted is going is 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 coming true Mm -hmm. and it's going to be great it's normally a physical wish right um it's less it let doesn't always have to do with uh with spirituality like it can but it there's other cards that would normally show up instead okay. to represent a spiritual fulfillment, such as the sun. Mm-hmm. The sun would be a better example in that case. Like, there's kind of some sun-like qualities in this particular card. There's a lot of yellow. And, there's a lot of yellow. Yeah. There's a lot of bright, bright, happy jo- mm-hmm. joviality. Um, but the sun is more about like spiritual um, success okay. and like this this enlightenment, if you will. Uh, whereas the Nine of Cups is is very physical, very mm. sensual. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, today we are going to learn about another celebration. That, another, yeah. That apparently had a lot to do with uh, Christmas now, or, or the like, other way around. Or the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about the Saturnalia um, today, which is a Roman festival, so it's not, I don't know, I I thought it went with this card nicely because Mm -hmm. this card is about celebration and because it is December now, I thought that this fits kind of perfectly. Um, I know I'm going to be going to a Saturnalia party in a couple of days. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. And so I'm like, oh, this is is perfect. Even though it's typically not celebrated until the 17th of December. Um, Mm -hmm. That's okay. (laughs) We'll do it now. Um, so it's normally like near near the middle to end of the month. Yes, yeah, ne- closer to the solstice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Saturnalia was a Roman festival to the god Saturn. Makes sense. Saturn, Saturnalia. Saturnalia. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it was the most popular holiday in the Roman cal- calendar. So this mm-hmm. was the big one. Uh, it was primarily an agricultural festival, and it marked the end of the autumn planting season. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Saturn was an agricultural god, hence where they got the name <laughs> yep, for this, yep. for this party. Um, so yeah, so it was literally a holiday or a holy day, which I thought, I don't know why that made me laugh today. When oh, holiday, holy, holy day. day. Oh, I get it. Get it? So Saturn <laughs> has to do with agriculture? Yeah, so he's doing a couple of different things. So the mm. equivalent... The I guess Greek equivalent would be Kronos, which we've talked about before, yeah. but they're very different gods. Yeah. Um. But yeah, one of the things that uh, Saturn is known for is agriculture, um, abundance, plenty, just oh, that neat. sort of thing. Okay, because yeah. I'm thinking like astrology relations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Saturn normally represents like the the planet of hard work. Okay. Right. Well, that would so, kind like, of make pl- sense. It's like the disciplines. The discipline yeah. planet and like Jupiter would be the plenty. Oh, okay. Planet. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. farming is not easy. <laughs> it's true. That's very true. So it's kind of, which and it's interesting because yeah. Saturn Cause does isn't... come like to does rule Capricorn, mm-hmm, which, which is, is hardworking, which is which is coming up, yeah. and then Ju- Jupiter rules Sagittarius, which is currently this part right. of December. So that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that you've got Jupiter and Saturn. Like right there, right there, yeah. coming together. Well, this isn't 
so much because this isn't a harvest festival i think that's the difference is so it's not about it's not harv like it's not oh everything is it's plentiful plentiful this is not it's not like thanksgiving exactly this is to mark the end of the planting season so now you've you've sowed the seeds you've done all the hard work and now you have to wait now you have to wait which is a different kind of festival so this is okay now you've done the hard work let's party <laughs> and that's so fitting for for the nine of cups yeah that's so fitting oh yay hey, it works <laughs> it works <laughs> um where am i now to go back to my notes okay so literally a holiday or a holy day so which mm-hmm. means that there were sacrifices made to saturn at his temple okay um and then they would have a public banquet in the forum um, and afterwards, there would also be private gift giving and lots of partying with Aww. almost like carnival-like or like a Mardi Gras-like atmosphere um, that really overturned regular or normal um, Roman social norms. That's what we're looking <laughs> for here. Uh, so, for instance, gambling was permitted um, and slaves can say basically whatever they wanted to their masters without any repercussions and they could even eat with them. Wow. There are some accounts of that happening. So it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of... So like all like all classism gets destroyed. A little bit, yeah. I like Just that. For, that does for a sound, few days. That does seem kind of like in the Christmas spirit as well because like there's very much this sense of, of everyone coming together and we're mm-hmm. all like we're all together at the same time and like looking out for each other exactly and the giving of gifts giving of gifts giving of time and of money definitely Mm -hmm. um yes so i'll talk a little bit more about um gift giving but basically Mm -hmm. uh the saturnalia originally was just a one-day event that took place on december the 17th Mm -hmm. um but then it was extended to seven days but then brought back down to five because that's a lot of days. Um, so it was, it's not. I'm, I'm okay with a seven day party. Seven day yes, party, but also like <laughs> seven days of no work, no school, no courts. No. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. where some issues, I guess, kind of came up. Well, we kind of do that too. We do, but yeah. we do it for one or two yeah. days. Yeah. Or like for the, for, for kids in school, they have two oh, weeks Oh, for off. school. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now it's. But the dates are basically between the it starts December seventeenth and go until the twenty third, which is also right around the solstice, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is the twenty first. So I think yeah. that that's kind of well, um, it interesting changes too. every year. Sometimes it's on the twenty second, and sometimes yeah. it's on the twentieth. So it's right, right depends around there. On, depends on how the sun's feeling that day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. That year. There's, there's astronomers rolling around in their graves somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it was Augustus that actually shortened it from seven to five days because oh, okay. he's like, oh, no justice is being served in the courts. This is too long. <laughs> um, and there could also be no declarations of war at this time. Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so it, the Saturnalia was known by its contemporaries as, quote, the best of days. Um, however, some weren't so happy. wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the best of days. The best of days. But others, a little more grouchy people maybe, wrote that the whole mob has let itself go in pleasures. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. But also, I guess, <laughs> kind of going back to the Nine of Cups, like you yeah. can, yeah, there is definitely that pleasure aspect and um, it get it just getting away yeah, from you yeah. exactly especially with gambling and yeah. any any you know 
alcohol, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so the gift giving portion was done on December the 19th. So the first day would be more of like the public, um, like the sacrifice and, and all that sort of thing. On so the by the first ni- day on of the first Saturnalia, day. <laughs> I truly love getting to meet. No, uh, this, the night, the second, or I guess like third day on the yeah. 19th, um, they would give gifts and they were very, they're varied, much like they are today. Yeah. Uh, most common gifts were pottery or wax figurines that were called sigillaria okay um as well as candles or even gag gifts which i think is kind of funny because we kind of still do that sometimes oh yeah definitely i love i love tacky gift exchanges oh it's wonderful (laughs) um some other gifts that have been mentioned there's actually a long list that i found which is kind of funny but um they include writing tablets dice or knuckle bones knuckle bones is a kind of game that they would play they look like dice but a little differently okay um money boxes combs toothpicks a hat a hunting knife masks books clothes perfumes pipes pets a parrot just like anything anything, anything. <laughs> yeah so very quittered array a saturnalia parrot a saturnalia parrot i <laughs> like would love that like forever. a christmas puppy but a saturnalia oh, parrot yeah there you go <laughs> Um, so instead of wearing the usual togas that the um, mm-hmm. men would normally wear, Romans would instead wear colorful dinner clothes um, okay. called synthesis. Synthesis? I guess so. Um, <laughs> as well as a felt cap called uh, phileus, which kind of reminds me, you know, in those, like, I call them cracker. They're not actually, like, you know, the things that you pull and make yeah. that crack? And yeah, you get, like, like, those no, colorful... they're called crackers. Are they actually? Yeah, they're okay, called good. crackers. They're, I like, dinner crackers or Christmas yeah. crackers. Yeah. And you pull it, and then you have these, like, games and toys inside. And there's, like, a little bit of gunpowder inside, yes. so they explode. And yeah. It's but fun. you get these crowns <laughs> with, the like, the different colored crowns. Yeah. That, people yeah. with that just reminded me of that when... Because they, because so they, they are wearing, they're wearing these brightly colored hats. Yeah, like little party so I'm hats. Like, oh, we kind of do that. Um, yeah. So December the seventeenth was recognized as a date of the Saturnalia until as late as four forty eight CE. Mm-hmm. Um, but even at this point, it was really deprived of its significance and was identified as the festival of the slaves instead. Oh. So even though um, Rome became a Christian state in 312 CE, um, the earliest known reference of the birth of Christ was as December 25th wasn't until 354 CE. So I just kind of find it kind of interesting, like the date. So they kind of like combined the birth of Christ with Saturnalia, like with traditions that were already existing Mm -hmm. as a way of celebrating it. I think so. I think there are some scholars that disagree, some that think that it was, Mm -hmm. but yeah. There's definitely... There's just so many similarities. There's definitely a lot of similarities, especially around the dates and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of like the idea that we've been celebrating around this time for so long like yeah, like Western civilization has been celebrating December for so long. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for thousands of years, for a couple thousand years. Yeah, and the dates that I saw for the beginning are roughly 200 BCE, okay. um, about 200 to 12, about there. So yeah, so well, Christmas has existed longer than Saturnalia. Then what do you mean? Right, because mm-hmm. Christmas existed in Be- 300. 50 CE? CE. And the Saturnalia right. started in about 200 BCE. 
So the Saturnalia they were doing for about 500 years before they started celebrating Christmas. Yeah, and Christmas has been about 1500. Yeah. So Christmas is now older. Not then. I'm confused. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like Christmas has now been celebrated more years. Longer. Okay, it's not older. I should rephrase. That's what I was going to be. You're giving me this look. You're like, what? I'm like, math. I'm like, I'm not good at math. I know this. (laughs) However. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. There's still some longer, not older. Celebrate Saturnalia. (laughs) But yeah, not as widespread and as important. I only go to a party. We don't do sacrifices. And you don't do sacrifices. I don't wear colorful That's, clothes. Well, like, sacrifices can be, like, corn and stuff, right? No. No, it has to be... Animal. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought that sacrifices could be, like, no. food. No. Oh, Sacri- no. Okay, that's an offering, right? Yes. So you can make offerings, but that it, if it's a sacrifice, it has to be something alive that's now dead. Yes, and it has to be done at an altar with a specific kind of animal. Generally, the even like it depends on which god it's for. So for Saturn, what what animal? That I, that I couldn't tell you. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not as good with the Roman gods. Probably it would probably be a bull. Okay. Um, and I say that it would it would have generally have to be male mm-hmm. um, because it's a male god um, and normally un not untouched, but like have to be look perfect like it wouldn't have any weird markings mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even its temperament would have to be like a certain way wow yeah so if you want to get out of being sacrificed <laughs> you just have to be like oh, look i have a birthmark or for an like, animal <laughs> not for a person but yes <laughs> they didn't sacrifice people i'm not perfect <laughs> I have a mole. Don't do it. Look at all my imperfections. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saturnalia. So, coming so up. People and, still, uh, and, and people still celebrate it. At least in the classics community, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's with my classics people that, I'll, that I celebrate. But it's got a lot of similarities as well. So A lot, it's, yeah. So is this kind of like a way of honoring, um, like honoring the way people used to celebrate in this time or? What is? Like, like the by Saturnalia? S- by by celebrating Saturnalia. Hmm. I guess so. Honoring it, remember, like continuing in the celebration and mm-hmm. in the memory. And yeah. And why not? Also, <laughs> because it is a celebration. I mean, yeah. so normally like we would do it for school. It'd be the end of term, which... I think yeah, that's a reason to exactly. Celebrate. It is kind of like so, end of term, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's like literally when we would celebrate it would be the end of our term. So but, it, it might it just falls on the Saturnalia and it happens. Well, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we've talked quite a bit about um about the Nine of Cups yes. and all do of we, its meanings. We, do you want to do that or do you want to do that? <laughs> well, let's talk about this Let's that talk one. about this one. Okay, yeah. Yes. So because it's December and we do have a lot of events and a lot of hol- different kinds of holidays, that would be nice to talk about mm-hmm. kindness, <laughs> which yeah. I don't think that, I mean, when it's Thanksgiving, we talk about being thankful and being grateful for everything that we have. And I think 
when it comes to December, there are so many different celebrations and many different denominations of people. And I think it's just really important to remember to be kind to everyone, regardless of what they are celebrating. I've definitely heard a lot of, like, speeches about like words and and using words during this time and like um in particular of like oh are you celebrating christmas or not celebrating christmas Mm -hmm. and um and whether or not you take offensive to offense to people saying the word christmas but it's kind of like let's just be kind to each other Mm -hmm. um like no matter what it is you're celebrating no matter yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And I feel the same way that, uh, yeah, some it's people take really... offense to saying happy holidays, but that is what I choose to say because yeah. I... choose I... to say happy holidays too. Even though I, I celebrate Christmas, I just, I feel like, yeah. I don't feel like Christmas is under attack personally, but um, under like, attack. I, like some people feel like Christmas is under attack. Oh, by saying by happy saying holidays. By saying happy holidays. And I'm like... I agree. I... I, I don't feel like it's under attack no. at all. Um, I think it's, again, I think it's, it's more inclusive by saying happy holidays. You're, because you're recognizing that your yours isn't the only holiday being yeah. being celebrated, right? Yeah. And the fact that I feel like I do celebrate other holidays in, like I do celebrate Christmas, but I also celebrate and recognize the Apparently, solstice. And also Saturnalia. And Saturnalia. <laughs> yeah. And it's my birthday month. So. <laughs> gotta celebrate your birthday. I gotta celebrate it's, that. So happy holidays is kind of like including your birthday in <laughs> into those <laughs> into those celebrations. I guess so, yeah. And also the new year, right? And the, and the new, the new year. the new year is pretty exactly. big. So, I don't know. I feel like it can be a very stressful time for people in so many different ways by having mm-hmm. to see, like, lots of family. Maybe you want to, maybe you don't. <laughs> Celebrating with coworkers. And so, yeah, I think it's just it's, a good reminder to be a kind. Busy, it's a busy month. Yes. Like, just trying to fit everything into that month. It is. It's difficult. So, yeah. So, let's, yeah. So be let's kind to everyone to be kind. and to ourselves. Be, yeah. And, you know, having that time for self-care and taking care of yourself, whether it's, I don't know, es- taking a bath or Especially just... if all those celebrations really exhaust you. If yeah. You're, if you're easily exhausted by celebrations, remember to take some breathers. Yeah. And drink some water in between all the wine and... Lots of, <laughs> lots of water. Yes. <laughs> Um, in the coming in the coming months, yeah, and just yeah. and uh, enjoy it, yeah. Too. Remembering remembering kindness always, mm-hmm. um, which actually is very, which falls pretty close to our our parting words All for right. for today. But okay, well, uh, let bring us so to that the brings end. us to the end. Yeah, yeah, I guess of our episode. Exactly. Thank you, everyone, as always, so much for listening. Um, if you'd like to support, we love you. We love you so much. Uh, the easiest way to support the show is just to tell a friend and spread the word. Um, we'd also love it if you leave us a review on iTunes. It helps other people to find the show and is very quick and easy to do, especially on your phone. Um, also, a quick reminder that we are on Patreon and we would love it if you would support us by donating just $1 per episode. Super easy to do as well. Um, we have our weekly tarot forecast, which we put out on i put the picture out on um instagram and in our facebook group but if you want to actually hear a recording of it yeah our patreon I, members we do interpret the cards a little bit 
um, and how the cards might work together. Mm-hmm. So that um, recording is for our Patreon supporters, so you can get in on that too. Um, so yeah, what are we looking at next week? Next week is the Ten of Cups. We finally reach our happily ever after. Yay. Um, and we're going to look at the end of the hero's journey. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly which hero I'm going to look at yet, but I feel like that is that is the end. And it's, there's quite a few heroes to look at. There is. And so I'm thinking Perseus, Theseus, maybe some Heracles. We'll see. <laughs> Happy ending. Um, today's parting words, once again, from come from the American Tarot Association. Um, and it is this, take some time to value every person you love and all of those who love you back. See the perfection all around you. Symbols and all of the above.